At Kroger, we believe local produce shouldn't be hard to find. That's why we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring the fresh produce you love to our stores. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself, because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the summer fun sale July 29th through August 8th and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $27.29. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your local Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only, some exclusions apply. See store for details. Join us this week for a soothing bedtime story to calm your senses and send you off into a nice deep sleep. I'm Dan the Viking and this is Bedtime Stories with me. This week we are covering Cinderella by the Brothers Grimm. The wife of a rich man fell sick and as she felt that her end was drawing near, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said, Dear child, be good and pious and the good God will always protect you and I will look down on you from heaven and be near you. Thereupon she closed her eyes and departed. Every day the maiden went out to her mother's grave and wept and she remained pious and good. When winter came, the snow spread a white sheet over the grave and by the time the spring sun had drawn it off again the man had taken another wife the woman had brought into the house her two daughters who were beautiful and fair of face but vile and black of heart now began a bad time for the poor stepchild is the stupid goose to sit in the parlour with us, they said. He who wants to eat bread must earn it. Out with the kitchen wench. They took her pretty clothes away from her, put an old grey bedgown on her, and gave her wooden shoes. Just look at the proud princess, how decked out she is, they cried, and laughed and led her into the kitchen. There she had to do hard work from morning till night, get up before daybreak, carry water, light fires, cook and wash. Besides this, the sisters did her every imaginable injury. They mocked her and emptied her peas and lentils into the ashes so that she was forced to pick them out again. In the evening, when she had worked till she was weary, she had no bed to go to but she had to sleep by the hearth in the cinders and because of this she always looked dusty and dirty and they called her Cinderella. It happened that the father was once going to the fair and he asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring them back. Beautiful dresses, said one. Pearls and jewels, said the second. And you, Cinderella, he said. What will you have? Father, break off for me 
the first branch which knocks against your hat on your way home. So he brought beautiful dresses, pearls and jewels for his two stepdaughters, and on his way home, as he was riding through a green thicket, a hazel twig brushed against him and knocked off his hat. Then he broke off that branch and took it home with him. When he reached home, he gave his stepdaughters the things they wished for, and Cinderella he gave the branch from the hazel bush. Cinderella thanked him and went to her mother's grave and planted the branch on it and wept so much that the tears fell down on it and watered it. It grew to become a handsome tree. Thrice a day Cinderella went and sat beneath it and wept and prayed and a little white bird always came on the tree and if Cinderella expressed a wish, the bird threw down for her what she had wished for. It happened, however, that the king gave orders for a festival, which was to last three days, and to which all the beautiful young girls in the country were invited, in order that his son might choose himself a bride. When the two stepsisters heard that they too were to appear among the number, they were delighted. They called Cinderella and said, Comb our hair for us, brush our shoes and fasten our buckles, for we are going to the wedding at the king's palace. Cinderella obeyed, but wept because she too would have liked to go with them to the dance and begged her stepmother to allow her to do so. You go, Cinderella, she said covered in dust and dirt as you are, and would go to the festival. You have no clothes, no shoes, and yet you would dance. As, however, Cinderella went on asking, the stepmother said, At last, I have emptied a dish of lentils into the ashes for you. If you have picked them out again in two hours, you shall go with us. The maiden went through the back door into the garden and called, you tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me to pick the good into the pot, the bad into the crop. Then two white pigeons came in by the kitchen window, and afterwards the turtle doves. At last all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and crowding in, and alighted amongst the ashes and the pigeons nodded their heads and began to pick, 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 and the rest also began to pick, 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 and gathered all the good grains into the dish. Hardly had one hour passed by before they had finished, and all flew out again. Then the girl took the dish to her stepmother, and was glad, and believed that now she would be able to go to the festival. But the stepmother said, no, Cinderella, you have no clothes and you cannot dance. You would only be laughed at. As Cinderella wept at this, the stepmother said, If you can pick two dishes of lentils out of the ashes for me, in one hour, you shall go with us. And she thought to herself that she most certainly cannot do it again. When the stepmother had emptied two dishes of lentils amongst the ashes, 
the maiden went through to the back garden and cried, you tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me to pick the good into the pot, the bad into the crop. Then two white pigeons came in by the kitchen window, and afterwards the turtle doves, at length all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and crowding in and alighted amongst the ashes and the doves nodded their heads and began to pick 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 and the others also began to pick 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 and all gathered all the good seeds into the dishes and before half an hour they had already finished and flew out again the maiden was delighted and believed that she might now go with them to the wedding. But the stepmother said, All this will not help. You cannot go with us, for you have no clothes and cannot dance. We should be ashamed of you. And on this she turned her back on Cinderella and hurried away with her two proud daughters. As no one was home, Cinderella went to her mother's grave beneath the hazel tree and cried, Shiver and quiver, little tree, shiver and gold throw down over me. Then the bird threw a gold and silver dress down on her, and slippers embroidered with silk and silver. She put on the dress with all speed and went to the wedding. Her stepmother and stepsisters, however, did not know her, and thought she must be a foreign princess, for she looked so beautiful in the golden dress. They never once thought it could be Cinderella, and believed that she was sitting at home in the dirt, picking lentils out of the ashes. The prince approached her, took her by the hand and danced with her. He would dance with no other maiden and never let loose of her hand. And if anyone else came to invite her, he said, this is my partner. She danced till it was evening, and then she wanted to go home. But the king's son said, I will go with you and bear you company, for he wished to see whom the beautiful maiden belonged. She escaped from him, however, and sprang into the pigeon house. The king's son waited until her father came, and then he told him that the unknown maiden had leapt into the pigeon house. The old man thought, can it be Cinderella? They had to bring him an axe and a pickaxe that he might hew the pigeon house into pieces, but no one was inside. And when they got home, Cinderella lay in her dirty clothes amongst the ashes, and a dim oil lamp was burning on the mantelpiece, for Cinderella had jumped quickly down from the back of the pigeon house and run to the little hazel tree, and there she had taken off her beautiful clothes and laid them on her mother's grave, and the birds had taken them away again. She had then settled herself in the kitchen amongst the ashes, in her grey gown. Next day when the festival began afresh and her parents and stepsisters had gone once more, Cinderella went to the hazel tree and said, shiver and quiver my little tree, shiver and gold throw down over me. 
Then the bird threw down a much more beautiful dress on the preceding day. And when Cinderella appeared at the wedding in this dress, everyone was astonished at her beauty. The king's son had waited until she came and instantly took her by the hand and danced with no one but her. When the others came and invited her, he said, This is my partner. When evening came, she wished to leave, and the king's son followed her and wanted to see into which house she went. But she sprang away from him into the garden behind the house. Therein stood a beautiful tall tree on which hung the most magnificent pears. She clambered so nimbly between the branches like a squirrel that the king's son did not know where she had gone. He waited until her father came and said to him, The unknown maiden has escaped from me, and I believe she had climbed up the pear tree. The father thought, Can it be Cinderella? And had an axe brought to him and cut down the tree, but no one was on it. And when they got into the kitchen, Cinderella lay there amongst the ashes. As usual, for she had jumped down on the other side of the tree, taken off the beautiful dress and laid it on the hazel tree and put on her grey gown and laid in the ashes again. On the third day, when the parents and sisters had gone away, Cinderella went once more to her mother's grave, to the little tree, and said, Shiver and quiver, my little tree, silver and gold throw down over me. Now the bird threw down to her a new dress that was much more splendid and magnificent than any she had yet had, and the slippers were golden, and when she went to the festival in that dress, no one knew how to speak for astonishment. The king's son only danced with her, and if anyone invited her to dance, he said, This is my partner. When evening came, Cinderella wished to leave, and the king's son was anxious to go with her, but she escaped from him so quickly that he could not follow her. The king's son, however, had employed a ruse, and he had caused the whole staircase to be smeared with pitch, and there, when she ran down, the maiden's left slipper remained stuck. The king's son picked it up, and it was small and dainty and all golden. Next morning, he went with it to the father, and said to him, No one shall be my wife, but she whose foot this golden slipper fits. Then were the two stepsisters glad, for they had pretty feet. The eldest went with her shoe into the room, and wanted to try it on. Her mother stood by, but she could not get her big toe into it, and the shoe was too small for her. Then her mother gave her a knife and said, Cut off the toe. When you are queen, you will have no more need to go on foot. The maiden cut off her toe, forced the foot into the shoe, swallowed in pain, and went out to the king's son. Then he took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her. They were obliged, however, to pass the grave, and there, on the hazel tree, 
sat the two pigeons and cried, Turn and peep, turn and peep, there's blood within the shoe. The shoe, it is too small for her, the true bride waits for you. Then he looked at her foot and saw how the blood was trickling from it. He turned his horse round and took the false bride home again and said she was not the true one and that the other sister was to put the shoe on. Then this one went into the chamber and got her toes safely into the shoe but her heel was too large. So her mother gave her a knife and said cut a bit off your heel. When you are queen you will have no more need to go on foot. The maiden cut a bit off her heel, forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed in pain, and went out to the king's son. He took her on his horse as his bride and rode away with her. But when they passed by the hazel tree, two pigeons sat on it and cried, Turn and peep, turn and peep, there's blood within the shoe. The shoe, it is too small for her, the true bride waits for you. He looked down at her foot and saw how the blood was running out of her shoe and how it had stained her white stocking red. Then he turned his horse and took the false bride home again. This is also not the right one, said he. Have you another daughter? No, said the man. There is still a little stunned kitchen wench which my late wife left behind her, but she cannot possibly be the bride. The king's son said he was to send her up to him, but the mother answered, Oh no, she is much too dirty, she cannot show herself. But he absolutely insisted, and Cinderella had to be called. She first washed her hands and her face clean, and then went and bowed down before the king's son, who gave her the golden shoe. Then she seated herself on a stool, draw her foot out of her heavy wooden shoe and put it into the slipper which fitted like a glove and when she rose up the look on the king's son's face as he recognized the beautiful maiden who he danced with made him cry this is the true bride the stepmother and stepsisters were horrified and became pale with rage he however took Cinderella on his horse and rode away with her. As they passed the little hazel tree, two white doves cried, Turn and peep, turn and peep, no blood is in the shoe. The shoe is not too small for her, the true bride rides with you. And when they had cried that, the two came flying down and placed themselves on Cinderella's shoulders, one on the right and one on the left and remained sitting there. When the wedding with the king's son was to be celebrated, the two false sisters came and wanted to get in favour with Cinderella and share in her good fortune. When the betrothed couple went to church, the elder was at the right side and the younger at the left, and the pigeons pecked out one eye from each of them. Afterwards, as they came back, the elder was at the left and the younger on the right and then the pigeons pecked out the other eye from each and thus for their wickedness and falsehood 
they were punished by blindness for the rest of their days. Thank you for listening, and sleep well. The world is always on, but you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. At Mattress Firm's Black Friday Now Sale, save up to 60% on Sealy, with queen mattresses starting at $279.99. Talk to a sleep expert today and unjunk your sleep.